so without real estate we can't survive as humans basically so that's just the simple truth and if you look at the abraham maslow's hierarchy of needs from top to bottom real estate plays a very significant role a very critical role at that so i don't say don't go into real estate or don't invest in real estate but it depends on what real estate means to you it depends on how you see real estate it depends on the role it plays in the scheme of things for you look at all the businesses around the world today if you take away real estate as a matter of fact land is one of the major factors of production so if you take away land for instance you have nothing else remaining so that that's the holistic perspective that i have to real estate now you now need to break it down to perhaps your level per time so for instance i i just started work and i'm beginning to earn income i can save some money i can put some money aside and i'm looking at okay where will i put this money and have good returns at the end of the day so some people may say money market which is cool some may say insurance which is cool and some may say real estate which is also good but what i'm saying is that try to see what role each of these aspects play okay in your wealth creation goal and plan so if you are not if you don't have the financial buoyancy to begin to invest in real estate in an organized manner then perhaps that's not the time for you to begin to consider investment in real estate so you may look at probably a short to mid-term option of investment but above all education and knowledge is key it is very very important so you need to know what you're investing in and i found out that a lot of investors don't try to know or try to learn what they're investing yeah some people argue that you don't need to know the all that has to be known just look for one asset and once they say it is good put your money in it well not anymore before now that could have worked but now it doesn't work so you need to know at least a bit of let's say 50 percent of what you're investing in and then where you need to get a professional know that yes you need to get a professional and know what that professional is going to deliver for you so that that's how i see real estate it is good provided you know what you're going into what you're getting out of it and how it plays a role in your wealth creation journey Fantastic. Yeah, because I know I know you have always been you have always been a proponent of you know know exactly your goal in real estate and not just because everyone says real estate is fantastic, you yes. want to like what's your unique goal? What exactly do you want to derive from this? Would you do you do you want it to be long term? Do you want it to be short term? Right? I mean that has always been your yeah. Your, that I think is fantastic. So um, generally now, generally the the awareness of investing in real estate is strong. You know, Very. a lot of people are investing in real estate and all of that, which is fantastic. Mm -hmm. And in that life, just as you have in every other product or whatever, there are companies right, that would spring up and say, oh look, you don't necessarily have the money because I mean everybody sees this as a gold miner. You know, company come up to say if you don't have the money to buy particular land that is worth five million, three million, you don't have to wait forever. Mm -hmm. But you can invest. You can still invest one way or the other. So would say you can own a land with with um, with more than 
that you know all of these fantastic offer, good offers. But at the end of the day, the fact is that when people get to need nitty gritty, they realize that perhaps you have made deposit of 200, 300, and you do not own a land, right? Until the entire strength of the deposit and your money is complete before you can boldly say that you own a land. Mm-hmm. But then, it's fantastic, it's, it's an offer, correct? Right? Okay, an sure. offer can be counted in any way that will be attractive mm-hmm. to the public. What my girls are doing is that when people now come forward thinking or based on the offer that they get from the public, when people now come forward that, okay, we, we are going to actually own a land with 250 deposit, naira deposit, and you are not making them understand that at the time they are making that deposit, they do not have any finance. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I still, on the other hand, do not blame it on the as a companies or sellers, Absolutely. right? Because people need to actually get an expert to, you know, educate them before they get into any form of investment whatsoever. Sure. That instead, you now have a situation where people now say, okay, you want to invest in real estate. Don't worry, you don't even have to own land now. Just pay fifty thousand every month. Mm-hmm. Or um, hundred thousand and it depends. Anyhow they you know desire to and you get a percentage in three months, in five months, per month, <laughs> annually, and all of that. What is your view as to all this type of um, investment style? Okay, um, I did. It, it looks as if um, entering into real estate is a high jump for most people financially. So it looks as if there is a barrier to entry which is believed to be a cash barrier but i beg to differ that it is actually not a cash barrier okay it is first a knowledge barrier before a cash barrier so and in the bid to solve this cash barrier problem over time a lot of developers have come with different business models of how to get people to invest in real estate which is part of what you just said now that okay invest a certain amount or buy land of certain amount and you get return of certain amounts over a period of time. Now we need to understand that every business has its fundamentals. Every business has the basics. Every asset has its basics. So what are the basics of real estate investing? Now I this brings me back to an experience that I had uh, sometimes in 2016. I was so so crazy about. I'm still crazy though. I was so, I'm so so crazy about investing in real estate. So I saw this opportunity where I can invest through a crowdfunded structure in the UK. So I could invest in storage, I could invest in student hostel, I could invest in hotel apartments, and so I was so excited. So now it was broken down into bits and pieces. So if you know how crowdfunding works, if you have 5,000 naira, you can invest. If you have 10,000 naira, you can invest. So, uh, as I then, I was not so detailed and vast about real estate. I was still in that cloud of, oh, real estate is good, everybody makes money. So, I thought it was just like that. I should just put money on it and money begins to grow. So, at some point, the business folded up. So, now the returns were crazy. Like, it was as as high as 15% per month. So sometimes in 100 days, I am making 100%. So I thought that's how sweet real estate can be and will always be. So when the issue happened, when the company had the issue, then it dawned on me that, wait, what's going on here? So they probably began with a good model. 
so to speak. And well, from some of the um, documents that flied around after the company folded up, so it looked as if they have evaded tax. They have not been paying a whole lot of money they are supposed to be paying to uh, to UK, to the UK government. So the UK government came after them saying, give, giving them an ultimatum that if you do not reconcile your books and pay all the taxes, the social and social dates, you would lose everything to the crown. So when we saw that document, I now went back. To the crown. That's you, you lose everything okay. to the government of England. So I, I now I now went back to the terms and conditions which most people don't check before investing. Even if they check, the ones they don't understand, they don't ask questions. So I went back and I saw some of these things and I was like, oh, so because these people have not been paying taxes, probably that is why they had much profit. Now, we were happy receiving high returns, but look at what happened along the line. It could, the business could not be sustained. So the business could not operate in that environment any longer. So for so many of us, our investment went down the drain. Our investment went down the drain. But that was after I made so much money from me. Well, I, I I made little money really, but I equally lost to it as well. So I was not like, okay, I, I shouldn't be making the same mistake twice. So I said, okay, what, what, uh, you know, real estate is supposed to be for a long time, right? You're supposed to be able to make income for a long term and, and, you know, grow your wealth with it. So I'm like, if I do this and it packs up and I do another one and it packs up, then well, what exactly am I doing? So I decided what went wrong. So I found out that I didn't know anything at all about how real estate works. I didn't know anything at all. At the, on the flip side, I had invested in lands even here in Nigeria, somewhere in the good states, and I equally lost it. So I was wondering, no, I, I can't continue to make these mistakes. So there has to be a cost for this mistake, and I have to address it. So I addressed it by finding information. So I found out I didn't know anything. So I decided to dig for information, and I started looking for information. I conducted series of interviews. I asked questions. I had so many friends as lawyers. Again, we must always remember that real estate and law are like CMS strings. They can never be separated. They can never be separated. You don't have to be a lawyer, really. Okay, you don't have to go and study law. But if you think it is worth it to even go and study law, no problem. So I had a lot of lawyer friends. I was asking them questions. I was asking them. I had young, I had them old in different sizes and shades, male, female. So I was asking questions. Then I got to that point and I saw that, oh, the way I have been approaching this thing is actually wrong. And I found out that that's the way so many people have been approaching real estate investment. So because of the barrier to entry, when anyone promises that you can begin with the smallest amount, people are happy and they jump at it. But the dynamics of real estate in every location may not be able to deliver that return that has been promised you. So, for instance, there are projects that are on hold now because of COVID-19. It will definitely affect the returns on that investment at the end of the day. Whether any developer, like, I don't, I, I don't even understand the kind of magic they want to do. Now, this is, a, this is a pandemic, but there are also personal issues that affect projects from being delivered at the appropriate time, and that does not make people get adequate return on real estate investments. 
So I would say that even if you think you have as low as 50,000 naira, invest it first in getting adequate knowledge and information on how you would make real estate deliver for you, deliver on your goal. A developer has a goal, it is clear, he wants to sell. So do not play the ostrich to think that the developer has your interest in mind or any real estate company has your complete interest in mind. Even me, when I'm advising, you don't think I have your complete interest. At least come with that paranoia that just in case. Okay, so have your mind open. Try to get information from everywhere possible that you can get it. Get organized information before you jump at any investment. Fantastic. Have you submitted? Yes. That you like to, you know, your entire point through the, you know, when you made and all of that. And it's actually reminded me when you said that it's good. Uh, if if 50,000 is what you have at first and you want to begin with an investment, instead of thinking, okay, you see that part here and there, people saying that you can begin with a big as low as 50,000 there, you can as well. You might as well invest that 50,000 there in the knowledge of how to. Exactly. Say anyone who has said that kind of offer is being greedy. Mm. 
Wow. But then, at that time, he was staying out and I tested. I watched him very well. I realized that he paid out for so long before I joined the train. And by the time I joined the train, I also got permission that I compounded and all of that. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, we felt that he couldn't pay again. What happened? You invite his, his stuff complicated people. Then, after a while, said that the platform was using to trade and all of that. So the claim excuses that we don't understand because I don't have knowledge of trade, right? Mm-hmm. And before we knew it, some people that know him very well compelled I mean like they the prevailed on him toward a meeting of stakeholders. Okay. A meeting of stakeholders actually thought with in house, where where someone is doing something like for you thought like in house like ah we 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 I thought we're like twenty no, I thought we were less than 100 or something like that. But mm-hmm. when he actually decided to hold a meeting to explain what was actually wrong, and I realized we're up to like 5,000 something. Wow. Trading under, I mean, putting in funds to this guy, this sole guy, wow. in his company to trade, and was the only one to read it. So at the end of the day, we realized after, you know, you know the chips, after the, uh, what's it called now, the word, yeah, so we realized that he was actually paying out in a funny way, almost seeming like Ponzi towards the end, because mm-hmm. at the time when things had gone wrong, he did not declare. Mm-hmm. People who were bringing money in at that time, in order for him to cover up his track and mm-hmm. things off of us, in his knowledge, he thinks that he will still be able to, Manage. to cover for mm-hmm. you know, bad things and balance somewhere in the future. But it wasn't a balance such that he was not using millions from people who were coming into the game. He was mm-hmm. not using their money to pay people who have been there because mm. he didn't want them to know that okay everything has gone wrong so mm. basically at that time he started with good intention he was a good trader at that time he now took Ponzi alright so the concept of Ponzi is not necessarily because the real estate developer or the person who is calling for the fund wants or has the intention from the beginning to scam anybody mm-hmm. but there are ways when they begin by more that they can shoot there are mm-hmm. ways where Oh, there, are, there are points where a scheme that is good, that is supposed to have good strategy, will now turn to Ponzi. Mm-hmm. Right? Do you agree with that? Well, I, I agree. As a matter of fact, some people set out to run this Ponzi scheme, while some people end up as Ponzi schemes, just, just like you explained. So if I take everything you just said now, literally, so he probably didn't set house that way, but at some point when the business was getting bigger, the structure could not carry the weight any longer. And probably he got carried away. He didn't envisage the risk. So even when I advise people who want to go into large development, we do what we call scenario planning. So you plan scenarios. Yes, scenario planning. So you you envisage the worst situations or the worst conditions such that, for instance, okay, thankfully we have COVID-19. Now, COVID-19 has not been caused by anybody, right? The world is in a pandemic and we are having to respond, not react, for those who are able to respond. Now, a good developer has to, first of all, gather himself as a business owner it has happened, it has happened. 
we have a problem on our hands so own that problem admit it when you admit it then you're able to think positively and say okay so what has gone bad what is still good what can we hold on to and communicate on time communicate on time to every stakeholder that you have around you or that is connected to that very very key very very key so communicate let them know how bad things can be i i, I don't mean words if it is bad let us say it is bad okay we know it is bad we know how bad now let us now walk backwards to a solution so what can we do let everybody own the situation let's own the problem so um there's been different cases of perhaps um, a developer working on a project and maybe um the agreement was not finally sorted and one faction of the family comes up and say no we don't know about this project we are not interested all we want is we want to always see our bear land and here you have put up structure people have invested up up land people have paid for this property so what do you do would you run would you run away some people can afford to run away anyway so but as a forward-thinking person you need to own the problem and and look at it so in, in the case that you just mentioned i know it happens a lot in real estate so sometimes i see some adverts and i see invest two two million and you get 25 percent per annum and at the end of that one year you will get your capital back so in my head i'm wondering are you asking me to invest in a bare land or you're asking me to invest in a house so if you're asking me to invest in a house that is generating cash flow or a commercial space generating cash flow or a farmland that is being operated and the produce is in high demand then i can begin to reason that okay so it is possible for you to be making money and you will be able to pay me back but if you are telling me to invest in bare land in a green area as in green what we call virgin land green area so what was to happen in that place economically in the next one year such that you will pay me my 25 percent interest and you will pay me back my money i hope you're getting the drift so logically and looking at it it is not realistic so you should better tell me that okay if you put your money here as equity when this place begins to appreciate whenever that is and we're able to sell you will get your money back and this differential you, you can see that, that that's two different kinds of communication but like you said earlier people want to sell they want their products to look appealing to investors so they say a whole lot of things that is pleasing to our ears and for those who are ignorant well under the law ignorance is not an excuse so for for people who can buy that kind of story they would buy it they will put their money in it and few years down the line or few more down the line they're crying wolf so it is not sustainable and recall i said that the law and real estate are two cms too so for instance if the game of football for instance if arsenal or manchester wants to play now they know all the rules they know every stakeholder involved they know they have to have their players they know the rules they know that they can't play with any other part of their body or they can play with any they can hit the ball with any other part of their body but not with their arms or their hands so they will speak that's why it's so important to always ask questions exactly you have to ask always ask questions you have to always ask questions and seek guidance
So the game of football has clearly spelled rules. So it will not be okay for a player to say, oh, I did not know that this rule obtains. It will not be ideal for any player to say, I do not have a coach. Um, yes, I know some, some players do not have a coach, but if you want to play at some certain levels, you definitely need a coach. You need a coach to watch your diet to ensure that you are sticking to your exercise regimen and so on and so forth because you have to be fit. So you have to be, even as an investor, you have to be fit for some kind of investment. So except if you want the fluke kind of investment and you want to get the fluke kind of return, then when when the bubble bursts, don't come crying wolf. So just um, manage the outcome the way it is. So I also try to get developers to set clear expectations for themselves, for their projects and their investors. So put caveats as much as possible. Then your process should be clear to them such that even if there's going to be any issue in the near future, because you have been communicating constantly and clearly, because you have been communicating constantly and, uh, sorry, constantly and clearly, it's going to be, even if a few will come and say uh, and grumble, it will be a, a very small number. And I've found out that investors appreciate it when you carry them along. They appreciate it when you tell them what is going on. As opposed to trying to maintain a particular figure or a certain facade and their money is going down the drain. Fantastic. Let me let me also add to that. Let me also add to that. There was a post I made recently and someone commented. The person said, Okay, because I, I think the person is used to the Canadian style, you know, okay. in Canada. So the person said he asked that how does it work here? That was the post where I talked about SEC wanting to regulate this place oh, and okay. all that. Mm -hmm. He said how does it work here? That people crack on to the institution of crack on now for a project in order to get interest and all that. He said that people crowdfund a product or the crowdfund stock you know is it like you are just having a stock in a company or it's actually a product you are crowdfunding and this is this is how i like to put it for anyone who is trying to be careful you know not to fall prey and all of that mm -hmm. he has to one satisfy himself that and be sure whether when they call you together to come and crowdfund you people that know each other, you are actually crowdfunding a physical project that you can see. For example, if 50 people are coming together, say 10, 10 million naira or thereabouts, or 5 million naira, you know, or 1 million naira, in order to raise 15 million naira, and you have 15 million naira to purchase a property for like 25 million naira, for example, and 25 million naira will now be used to. I lost you where you said where you talked about 25 million naira. I I didn't hear I didn't get what you said when you talked about it. Yeah, I can hear you. Can, can you go over that uh, illustration again? Okay. Okay. 
But what happens most time is that they tell you to invest in their company. Okay. And now, when you invest in their company, you do not have rights over any product at you. An abstract rights, an abstract concept of an own one millionaire in this company, and this company gives me back. This is what I was able to come up with. Okay. Now, if Ted now you can see the property, and you people are all decision makers dealing with the company. You are all making. Can be rest assured that that you want a co-owner in that in that property, and the case is situation where you just have a stock in a company. Being able to say, ah, okay, this founders have messed up. I want to put out my property. Mm. Of the founders, and we go ahead with our ownership of property. Mm-hmm. Is it? You seem to be uh, breaking. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Trying to come in. Yes. As I was saying, now if it is a share, a stock in a company that one is investing in, right. one has to, you know, require from the company to be as. Are you going to be as transparent enough that we're going to be seeing your records? Of, of accounts and all of that. If not, then and wrong. In the situation that from a lot of people invest in an estate or in the building, for example, without you being promoting particularly what you can grab when things fall apart. Mm-hmm. So it is important in that situation to at least ask for a form of insurance. Mm-hmm. All right, except. Money is being used for this. Come and, come and see the property we have used your money to invest in. And if you guys are 20, you're 20. I mean, the money is from you 20. Is, it's, it's different because once you can see what you're investing in, you are rest, you are, you are more you know, relaxed. But if you cannot see it, you cannot say you pay money to a company. It never means that for a property that does not need to require more than 50, they can collect a 1 million pound, like people will think, okay, we have an investment in this company, mm-hmm. but the truth of the matter is that that kind of investment is not covered. Mm. It's not covered. So, if they are not coming I'm sorry, how do you do it that you are coming in? They are not coming forward with their real with the of terms and conditions, right? Applications. You are not totally safe. I'm not saying that it is automatic that they want to teach you anything, but you are not totally safe because things can go wrong and they can bite more than you can that's for example, for the demonstration that I keep. So it is quite important that people know exactly whether you are crowdfunding, you are putting money together for a specific, specific, you know, product which you can be 
much more risky than when you can see a product and that one developers can find for the country. You understand what I'm trying to say? Okay, although you were breaking in between, but I think I'm trying to make, make out um, a, a complete sentence. So you were talking about crowdfunding to own uh, shares in a real estate company versus crowdfunding to actually buy a property. Yes, because sometimes real estate companies or organizers, they put people together, they coordinate people to own a property yeah. and those people are sure that oh, this company is putting us together now that 20 people will own this property under the management of this company okay and the company gets administrative fees and all of that all right yeah. so in that such company and such estate because you are a co-owner of the property you have co-invested in mm -hmm. but you have a situation where People crowdfund a project, just crowdfund, people just put funds together in a particular company without having a tangible right over any product or anything other than that. The one is much risky. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Now, the, the example I gave of when I invested in the UK in 2016, I'm suspecting that this was what happened. So, because we were investing in the company and the company on our behalf was supposed to be investing in the several projects so which is an, it's an option really however there has to be checks and balances in place and there's also the option of people pulling funds to buy a specific asset so which is why it is important you know the role real estate plays in the scheme of things for you as an individual first you know people say um, you have money story money paradigm your money avatar i tell you we also have your real estate story you have your real estate avatar you have your real estate paradigm so you need to be clear what your paradigm is what your real estate experience is because that will determine to a great extent how you would be approaching investment so there is no investment, no matter how uh, beautiful it appears. Ask questions. I think someone said in, in the comment that keep asking questions. It's not as if it's bad to invest in a company that will eventually invest in real estate. However, you need to ensure that there is an alignment between what your values are, what your goals are, and what that of the company is. They have to always communicate i tell people if you're coming to the table to transact real estate nobody is doing you a favor you are not at the mercy of anybody so both of you at both sides of the table are exchanging value so come to that table that i have a value you will get and i am also looking to get a value from you but because we are this emotional about real estate and we feel that, oh, if I don't have one, I am in trouble or fear of missing out. So anything that comes, everybody just go for it. So there's no point rushing. If you are asking a company a question and they are not answering you, you should know that these, these people are, don't have your best interest at heart. 
Fantastic. I I can count the number of real estate CEOs. And a lot be to that. A lot of companies, all right, take advantage of the fact that people who are totally ignorant, all right, and they just rush at them. So sometimes when they need to make give you good answers and they need to take their time to respond to your questions, they begin to wonder who you are, who are you. Exactly. <laughs> I, I was about to say that. So we have sold over, over 2,000 pieces of 2,000 plots of land. Yeah. Without a question. <laughs> so who are you coming from one place and questioning us? Right? Mm. And sometimes when we say some of these things, it almost seems as if it is on people interpret it to be we, all right, against them. continue like that we cannot afford to continue as a state as a nation we cannot afford to continue now there's a report by pwc i think it was last year sorry let me cut in someone said once the month once your money is out with them you are now at their mercy buyers beware can let them talk
necessarily company that is 100% perfect. Mm-hmm. Communication, like you said initially, and transparency does it all. When you don't have the title yet, or when your title is subject to contract, and you make it clear to subscribers that title is subject to contract. However, we have a solid team that is pushing things. Trust us, this, that, that. Yeah, I understand that. Okay, if I'm trusting you to invest in you, it's because I have put two and three together. Not based on lies. It does not work that way. So it's not we. Yeah. So be, before, as a buyer, before your money gets into their hands, that you get to be at their mercy. Do the needful. Get as much education as you can. Now, I was saying earlier that we can't afford to continue like this, either as a state or as a nation or even as a business. Except if you're in the business for the short term. So you just want to see how you can clean out and off you go. So uh, PwC did a research and I think uh, as of early this year, they said Nigeria has over $300 billion of dead weight capital. Like dead capital. In real estate. So that means it is just there, it is not useful. It cannot be converted into anything of value. So in my head, I I began wondering, is this how we will continue? Now, there have been a lot of research and reports recently of how real estate could have bailed us out as a nation in a time like this. But because we have not been doing so much to invest in real estate, real estate has not been contributing as much as it should to the GDP overall. So well, it's not somewhere we have been looking at the way, if we had been looking at it the way we've been looking at perhaps oil or service industry, we would be better off as, as we speak now. So, so many people just come and just, in some have a genuine intention really to solve the problem of housing. But when they meet these roadblocks or when they meet some issues, some of them are, they chicken out while some of them are strong enough to continue so which is why even if you're running it as a business you need to know at least 70 percent of what you're getting yourself into you need to know what it entails whatever it will take you to find out all these things it is better you find out before you begin so you have clear expectations you can set your investors expectation up front those who invested in Amazon when Amazon started, he told all the shareholders clearly that, see, for now, we are not making any money. We are not going to make profit, actually. So whoever can stick it out and believe in that venture will continue. And whoever does not will back off. So you know that the people you are going on this journey with, they are already prepared. Yes, even when some of them may have challenges here and there along the, along the line, you can manage them. Okay, so um, and and a real estate investor and even a developer, you cannot play down on communication. You have to constantly communicate. You have to always communicate and ensure you are communicating the truth and nothing but the truth. The truth and nothing but the truth. I repeat that again. The truth and nothing but the truth. Because you will be shocked that even among your investors, you may actually have the solution to the problem that you may be facing. 
I have seen I have seen that happen. I have seen that happen before, and the investor was like, "Oh, okay, I think I have a solution," and it saved almost everybody. That doesn't mean the investor has to become a shareholder almost immediately, or you have to part away with some uh, percentage of the company. No, the person also has a stake in the entire project. So it's it's everybody moving forward and everybody having a win-win situation. So, but because um, in this part, well, I don't want to say in this part of the world, I think as humans generally, we are usually afraid of making mistakes and we're afraid of what people will say to us when we make mistakes. But mistakes are part of learning. Mistakes are part of learning. As a matter of fact, I wear my mistakes like, like a star on my shoulder. So if anyone is asking me now, okay, tell us your project that are standing. See, I may not have projects standing, but I know what I've gathered. I can help you avoid some mistakes. I can help you jump some hurdles if you will do the work and if you would listen. So as much as we can, we have to keep teaching people. For as many that want to learn, we have to keep teaching people. We have to keep doing our research. We have to keep keeping content out credible content now i'm not talking about content of come and do this come and market or come and buy that's not what i'm talking about but detailed research detailed research of what is obtainable in the industry and how we can collectively extract the best value out of our real estate Fantastic, fantastic. I love your submission and it is very, very instructive. You know, because I mean it's an industry it's an industry that just like you said, that can possibly even, you know, get us out of the mess we are at the moment as a country and that so we all pay due and quality attention to it, you know, sure. from developer or the surveyors or and even the government should come to our aid. Okay, come come to think of it. What do you think? I know at the last conference that we had, at the last trade trend, last part trend, last trade trend conference that we had, you know, there were a lot of suggestions and there were a lot of demands from the government, you know, in order for them to also aid citizens and so that this entire real estate industry can boom and work well. So what would be your suggestion, let me ask you? What would be your suggestion as to the way forward? Other than people want to invest to get knowledge, that's absolutely important. Alright, but generally now, I quite understand from the perspective of developers also, sometimes they have expectations and things are not uh, working well. Mm -hmm. Okay, the solution for that is just like as you also said, it's being play, communicating and making facts being fast to be on the table and all of that. So then from the angle of government, what do you think government can do to help this industry generally? To help this industry get better. What do you think? And also for people watching us, please I want you to, you know, you know, leave a comment and opinion. What do you think is actually the way forward if this entire quite all right, I know that SEC, okay maybe we should also talk about SEC. SEC you know, it's moving to regulate some aspect of the industry, which is the crowdfunding through portals and all of that. For them, beyond people just calling for people to come and invest through portals, there are also plain come and buy land, you know, fraud and all of that. So, what do you think can be 
the way forward? Do we need more laws, or do we just, or maybe I should be the one speaking for the people? But everyone is here, right? Everyone, guys, we are still all stakeholders here. And sincerely, I don't know, I don't know if we all just have to keep regulating it as by ourselves, because at the stance there is no regulation. So what do you think was your opinion in this regard? Well, I, I don't I don't completely agree that there is no regulation. Okay. I think there are regulations, however, uh, these regulations have not been uh, clearly put forward. So I, I don't want to say clearly communicated, I want to say it has not been clearly put forward. So, for instance, we have several stakeholders when it comes to the real estate as a whole. Now, um, the, the government will, can only do as much as they can. And we know from history that the government can only do little. So, the citizens, the private businesses, the entrepreneurs are the ones who can do so much. But with the support from the government. Now, the government has a town planning office, right? The government has urban and regional offices. And those offices are full of information. So what they can do now, or what we can do now as a government, is to first of all ensure this information is not hard to get. The true information is not hard to get. So from our geography as a nation, we know the number of landmass. We know the size of our landmass, rather, as a nation. So Lagos knows its size of its landmass, apart from reclaimed land and so on and so forth. And thankfully, with technology now, you can know where has been eaten up by water, you can know where you can recover, you can reclaim and so on and so forth. So we know our landmass. So from the urban and regional planning department, you know the number of people that can be that should be in a location per time. Just the way you build a three-bedroom flat and you have a number of people, you have number of load it can carry per time. If it carries too much load, there's a side effect. So the government has this data, I believe. Now the question is, where, how accessible is the data? And what are people asking for when they go to these offices? So if, for instance, I already checked the government's plan. So sometimes when the government moves into some locations and they are pulling down uh, structures and everything, uh, some, somehow I feel for the investors. But on the other hand, I'm asking, so what detail did they try to find out before investing? Because I believe that every land, every area of our landmass as a nation or as a state is in a certain record somewhere. So every state has a master plan. So what investors should do is to try to build according to those to the master plan or the zoning laws. In a situation where there has to be modification or adjustment, there's also a process to that, which is when lawyers come in, they argue all the case, okay, this is a mixed development, okay, can we convert into commercial, which one is viable for us in the next 20, 30 years? Lagos has the cooperative development plan. 
and sincerely because uh, during my editing classes at Unilag, <laughs> there's this uh, professor Amokai. Actually, uh, our lecturers were they are the doing of real estate when it comes to law, all right, in in Nigeria, and a number of them belong to the panel, all right, panel that make laws with regards whether the urban and regional planning laws, whether all form of planning laws and real estate you know, regulation. They sit in the panel to see how they can review it and make it work. Okay. And all of that. And it says a whole lot of things. The Labor State Operating Development Plan is fixed already. Like they know where the commercial angle is, they know where green area is, they know where um, residential is. But you have a state, you have a country where people move into a place that is supposed to be a green area or a forest and start developing it, they start converting it into an estate. Funny enough, we also have governments that will sit back and watch you up till you expend so much million of naira on such property before they come to Amma. You understand? So it's not like she said, like you said, it's not like there are no regulations to some of these things. They are, but people do not ask questions and people want to go into it also do not seek necessary knowledge in order for them to know what and what. But then again, you might also want to talk about bureaucracy and all of that. The fact yeah. that you want to just seek process one small thing from Alausa and you're having to spend money, you're having to give one person more money and all of that. You know, these are diverse issues and we sincerely hope that we have the answers really we have the answers now uh you, you you made an example of a developer entering a forest and trying to it is not as if the law does not exist and i've come to realize that not even here in nigeria alone even in other countries the law is there and you know the law but you chose to violate the law so if you choose to violate the law, definitely there are consequences. Right? So if, if I see that...